with the wonderful encouragement of Encouragement Diaries this week because I've got the most encouraging person who's coming to guest in a conversation today. So, Robin, can I welcome you to the Encouragement Diaries? Hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm really well. Now, for, for my dear listener, I refer to my dear listeners a bit like Radio 4 on the pr- pr- programme, Robin Denslow. Robin, you have got an incredible background in journalism and all sorts of things from the BBC African Service. How did you end up with African Service to start with? Well, I ha- no, I've had a, a curious career, certainly. Curious. Um, I suppose when I was at after I left school, I worked for a, a year in a refugee camp in Burundi on the edge of the Congo. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was a big music fan and sort of playing guitar very badly in pubs and things. And at university, I um, thought it'd be quite fun to try some journalism. So I managed to interview Bob, go and see Bob Dylan in the 60s before he be- was, he was still acoustic. I started uh-huh. writing about things then and then persuaded the Guardian at that time they weren't covering much music. They should cover folk music and then rock music. And at the same time, I got a job with the BBC Africa service and then moved on to television and worked for Panorama, um, first as a producer and then as a reporter and then moved between Panorama and Newsnight. So for many, 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 many years, I did Panorama and Newsnight and lots of politics and uh, a few wars and nasty things like that and depressing things, Mm. mostly uh, covering foreign politics. Uh, And to keep myself sane and... um, I was still writing about music, so uh, I was wow. bouncing between the two for years and years and years. Well, I still am, really, so um, <laughs> and it seemed to me to be the most natural thing in the world to do. And people thought it was weird, and there might be two Robin Denslows at one stage, uh, but he just seemed to well, be the, um, you know, what suited me best, and so that's what I've done. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what I think is amazing, because was you, you've won awards, like international awards for your report on the Gulf War syndrome. I mean, that completely blew it wide open. And yet what I'm hearing from you is all the way through, you've had this fantastic relationship with music. And that's, I mean, it sounds like when what you were saying, it's kept, not just kept you same, but it sounds like you've been very creative with your music, Robin. Tell me about your creativity and your music. <laughs> no, i creative. I was mostly a journalist because there's all this sort of stuff going on from the 70s onwards, 60s, 70s onwards. Um, that originally was being just talked about in the music press, the NME and Melody Maker, who were covering it very well indeed. And I thought that the, um, you know, the mainstream press should be covering it more as well. So when the Doors uh-huh. played in London in what were in 68, um, I rang up the Guardian and said, look, well, we want to cover the Doors. Remember them, a great rock band with Jefferson Airplane as a support <laughs> band. And they said, well, are they a folk band? And I said, mm, yes, they're a folk band. <laughs> they said, OK, in that case, you can cover them. And so um, <laughs> after that, I kind of did rock as well. So um, it's, yeah, and I've managed to um, travel around the world and then did a lot of world music and a lot of African music because that tied up with my interest in Africa. Um, yeah. And um, no, it's been, um, you know, met, met everyone from, uh, you know, Bob Marley and uh, the rest of them along the way. And uh, it's been a fascinating, fascinating combination of things, really. Yeah, I mean, one of the questions that intrigues me is that in your journey around the different music genres and all sorts of different nationalities, because I've been in different, a few different countries, nowhere near the number of countries you've been in, but have you found that there's been a particular kind of music that really stirs the heart or the passion more than another kind, or is, do all of them do it in different ways? I think they all do it in different ways, and some of them become more political, like... Um... 
Bob Marley managed to mix politics and songs together and became mm-hmm. a sort of national figure. So his funeral uh, was attended by the, uh, the prime minister and the deputy leader of the opposition. Um, that was an extraordinary event. Um, and Mandela was a huge uh, music fan. There were great uh-huh. concerts to support apartheid, of course, uh, uh-huh. the fight against apartheid. And when Mandela first came to England after being released, the first crowd he addressed was a, a pop concert before he went yeah. to see the politicians. So yeah. he understood the he loved music and was a big music fan and understood the power of music to have a political influence apart from an emotional influence and be used for the dancing of the rest. So anything yeah. that kind of tied up politics and uh, music together uh, always interested me, though I've liked music of all kinds, really. Yeah. So tell me a wee bit, because you've just, I mean, I don't know if it's literally now, but you have got a full album of your own music. Not my music. No, no. I was a terrible singer. Um, oh, in the 60s, I was stopped very quickly when I started writing about everybody else. Um, oh, so t- tell me about the albums. Tell me about the albums. Back in the 70s, tell the story. Back in the 70s, during the folk rock era, do you remember? The folk yes. Rock, Steel Ice Band, Fair, all that lot. My favourite. Um, <laughs> um, there was a book came out called The Electric Muse, written by four people, and I was asked to contribute to that. And so I wrote, well, I was running around the world. I've been, that was 75, which was the fall of Vietnam, and we were locked up in an Gangolan War. So in between things like that, I wrote a chapter on electric folk music in Britain in this book, which came out, and four albums on set came out on vinyl to go with it, uh, which is all great. And I kind of forgot all about it until last year when a publisher rang up and said they wanted to republish the book. I went, oh, it's very interesting. Great. Uh, And they said, well, the catch is, of course, that the three other writers who wrote it with have all died, which is very sad. I knew about a couple of them. I didn't know about all three. Um, So I said, would you mind writing it yourself? So I had to spend a lot of lockdown rewriting an extra sort of add-on chapter for a book that came out in 75 bringing the story up to date, which was interesting. And uh, got in touch with lots of my old musical friends, and that was great. And in 75, we had this four vinyl album set that came out. Uh, and I thought, well, it'd be quite fun to do another album set to go with a new book. And so oh, I rang brilliant. up record companies, and they said, no, no, compilations don't sell. We don't want it. You won't get permission anyway. It's all rubbish. And so I said, oh, well. And I was having lunch in oh, November last year with um, a friend who uh, actually brought out records by um, people you know, um, Ahita's Jimmy, who's been on your program, and by the great late Nick Page, uh, who had a band called Chaos together. And they brought those out on some of the Dub Colossus albums. And he'd give this guy, David James, had handed over his record company to someone else called Tom Haxel. And I was just moaning that I couldn't get my thing up launched. And he said, oh, we'll do it. I'm sure we'll do it. And he said, well, have you got permission for anyone? I said, absolutely nothing at all. He said, well, we haven't got any money. So I had to... That sounds good. <laughs> ...putting a compilation together with absolutely no money, ringing everybody up, saying, all right, there's no money in it. Will you do it? And the record companies all said, no, 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 don't be stupid. Of course we won't. We want 100 quid a time on a, you know, for advance. And uh-huh. we wanted 50, album, 50 tracks. That would be, what, 5,000 quid, which the company didn't have. Um, but in the end, all the other two people started badgering their record company. They said, oh, OK, fine. And people started yeah. offering tracks and things unreleased. 
And the result was a four-album set that came out last month called The Electric Muse Revisited um, on Good Deeds Records, which is run by my friend Tom Haxel. Um, uh-huh. It's got 61 tracks and all sorts of stuff on it from obscure Sandy Denny songs and Richard and Linda Thompson songs to new pieces by um, Imagine Village, which is a band with Eliza Carthy, who is uh, probably the, the daughter of uh, Martin uh-huh. Carthy. So, you know, that's, that's, I've never done that before. So it's nice to do something totally weird and totally different during lockdown. And uh, it's had rather good reviews. And it's doing rather well. And so is the book. So um, oh, it's so- part of sitting away in my office feeling... Uh, where am I doing from weeks on end in lockdown, getting rather bored, it's suddenly, uh, it's all ended up rather well. So I'm very happy. It's all, <laughs> it's not, it sounds like you're, you're in a hip hop happening place because I have to tell you, my, my knowledge of, my knowledge, my ignorance of the knowledge of music is encyclopedic. I mean, I, I love music. I love lots of different kinds of music, but you're bringing up names and types of music. I'm thinking, I'm getting, I want the book. I want the 61 tracks. I want to, be, be, I want to get my brain filled with stuff that and, and explore a world that I've never explored before simply because you've done all the legwork and I get to benefit from it. So thank <laughs> you. <laughs> as well, I hope you like it. It's uh, Electric Moves Revisited. I'm going to plug it now. Electric Moves Revisited, the story of folk into rock and beyond on Good Deeds Records. Fantastic. Uh, and it's HMV, been... uh, but it's cheaper to buy it online. So um, anyway, it's worth... <laughs> where, 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 whereabouts online, Robin? Where, where to go online to get like it? Good, the Good Deeds site, Good Deeds. Um, right. Good Deeds. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm that's, sure it's all, so, all those sort of things. Anyway. So fantastic. Enough, enough, enough plugging, but that was. That's but it, it was listen, it was it was less plugging, but more. I, I think I, I do a lot of presentation skills training and, and confidence building and stuff like that. And I also think one of the, the worst things that happens when you hear somebody speaking is to get you all hyped up about this product or this kind of thing or whatever it is. And then they leave you without telling you how to get it. So I always ask, how do you get something? So I don't leave listeners frustrated about, this sounds great, must get it, must get it. But where do I go? So I'm I'm not embarrassed at all about asking you for where to get it, Rob, because it leaves my people less frustrated. But listen, it's been a fantastic conversation. I, I, I'm going to go back, because I, I know you're on Wikipedia as well too, but the most important thing is I'm down in London the first week of September, so Robert, if you'd like coffee, one, yeah, one more. Yeah, let's meet up and let's see your lovely we're, sister who's a good friend. And we've got lots of friends. I look forward to meeting you. We've not yet met, uh, but we've got lots and lots of friends in common. Uh, and I, yeah, yeah, and I, I look by then I'll have read the book, listened to the tracks, and I can talk intelligently about about <laughs> something, something intelligent. But Robin, it's been an absolute joy. I know these are short, but but the great thing is it's such an encouragement for people to have something that's not too long to listen to, but it gets them thinking. Wow, look at Robin's done, and I've got an idea about something that's really inspired me to go and do it. So thank you for that encouragement and lots of love, and look forward to seeing you. I'll speak to you before then, but no doubt. But but see you in London. But lots of love. Robin, thanks for Great joining pleasure. me. Great pleasure. Cheers. Take care. Bye, Robin. Bye. Bye.